This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Logical Weight Loss Podcast for August 20th, 2010. The next time you veer off the road, take some notes. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now, and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin, but I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Not till you lie thin. I want smaller thighs thin, but I realize I guess I'll have to Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson. Thank you very much for tuning in. Our website is LogicalLoss.com. You can email me, Dave, at LogicalLoss.com. And you can leave a comment out on our website at LogicalLoss.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at LogicalLoss. And uh, we're just going to start off the show with some emails, that uh, some comments we've got. Got a comment from Kurt about the last podcast where I was talking about all my financial woes and the fact that everybody and their brother has been in the hospital, in, including my wife today. <laughs> she had outpatient surgery, but she's fine. Um, Kirk says, thanks for another great podcast, Dave. Sorry to hear about the medical and financial woes and truly hope things do improve. For the many, many miles you've entertained and schooled me, I definitely plan on donating. And good uh, good on you for relosing what you already lost. I was talking about how you can get depressed if you think about the how many times you've lost the same five pounds. It says, I'm in the same boat. Good luck, God bless, and keep speaking from the heart. Well, Kirk, thank you very much for listening. Yeah, my wife had some sort of scope jammed out of the throat today, but the good news is there's nothing wrong with her throat or her stomach, so you just keep you just keep on keeping on, right? But thank you very much. This is from James Hamilton. Actually, James, I'm going to do yours a little later. Um, we're going to move on to Stephanie. Um, just had to write to you and tell you that I've just subscribed to your podcast and had to tell, I am so pleased with the info that you give. I've returned to school, good for you, and I work full-time. That is not an easy bunch of uh, you know balls to juggle there. So trying to get any type of exercise has been impossible with all the work that I have. I want to let you know that I listen at work, and I've heard you say that your stepson eats a lot of unhealthy food and your stepdaughter goes to the gym with you. I thought I heard you say that recently your stepson went to the gym with you to work out. That is true. We have found that he likes to swim. My whole family started working out again. I walked 12 miles on Sunday. Wow. And my daughter said to me on Monday, Mama, let's go and work out. She said that about six times before I was ready to work out. I didn't want to work out because I was so tired from my previous day of walking and jogging. But I also heard you say sometimes when you're tired and you just don't want to do it, um, once you do it, it always feels better that you did. So I have to say this is one app 
meaning an appointment that I'll be keeping and telling others about it. This is great. Uh, that's from Stephanie Morton. St- Stephanie, congratulations on number one, getting up to walking and all that stuff. It's hard, but it sounds like you're doing what we've been talking about is, you know, you've got your little ones and we, we will drop everything to, to take care of anybody. If, uh, we, I just had somebody at my church die. And so we all, you know, made this big dinner and we're just really helping out this poor widow. And we all just jumped to that. And we do the same thing. If our family members get sick, it's chicken soup and we're doing this and we're doing that. But how many times do we take time to take care of ourselves? And if we don't take care of ourselves, especially for our little ones, we're not going to be around. So, uh, thank you very much for writing in. This is from a, this is from Jennifer. Dave, I love your podcast. I laughed out loud more times than I can count. Keep up the great work. Thank you. I, I try to be entertaining. I do. Uh, I was listening to an older podcast, and you mentioned P90X and wanted to hear from people who've done it. I'm on my third round right now, and I am blown away by my results. Let me give you a little background. I'm a female that has been a size 14 slash 16 for most of my adult life. I exercised at home six days a week, incorporating strength training, cardio, and yoga, or Pilates for 15 years. Um, I'm not talking about easy workouts either. I did things like, hmm, somebody's name I can't pronounce, Kath. Maybe it's supposed to be Kathy. Kathy Frederick workouts, which are advanced. Um, I finally settled into a size 10 after 10 years of doing this. Fine-tuning my diet helped me get to a size 8. Congratulations. Which actually, uh, which was actually quite stunning for me considering I really thought I had fat genes. And I single... Uh, and a single-digit size was not in my realm of possibility. Here again, that brain, it's the brain is the most important part of weight loss sometimes because you're just convinced you can't do it. Um, I started creeping back up into my size 10, so I got P90X. I'm a size 6 now, a size 6 when she was blown away to size 8. Now she's a size 6, and now in the absolute best shape of my life. I've never thought I could do six unassisted pull-ups and do plyometrics and twist myself into a pretzel due to the yoga workout. It incorporates all aspects of fitness, cardiovascular strength, and flexibility. It is very intense and definitely not for beginners. However, even though it's the hardest workout program I've ever done, I have not been injured or bored, which is equally important. Once because it's so uh, well-planned. So to answer your question, no, you won't really get these kinds of results from any program you do for 90 days. It's like nothing I've ever done before. And I have a library of 50 workout DVDs now collecting dust, I might add. It has changed my life and it is the best money I think I've ever spent. Seriously, I could really go on and on and I'll leave you at that. And uh, it's funny because I asked my, I have a friend of mine that's doing P90X and I asked her, I said, you know, what do you have to buy to, to do this program? What what's what do you need? And she looked at me and said, a barf bucket. <laughs> so I told that to Jennifer. She said, um, if, if one goes from, say, a walking program to P90X, one is going to likely be hurling on the first workout. Dude, I think I'm going to hurl. It does require a solid base of fitness, and there's a test you take to see if you're fit enough to start which goes back to a pre, this is like the third time we've talked about P90X and I'm actually thinking of getting this thing now because it's just, it's everywhere. You can't escape it. And uh, when I talked to my friend about that, because I, I said, you know what, this may not be a good thing to jump into because you're, it's so hard. You're going to say, see, I told you I couldn't do this and then you're just going to quit everything. So she's letting you know that, uh, you know, there are 
it's not just for beginners. It's, it's really not for beginners. So if you get it and you, you have a hard time with it, don't, uh, don't get too discouraged. She goes, uh, even Tony Horton, the guy who created the P90X, says over and over on the DVDs, do your best and forget the rest. You do what you can every workout until one day, bam, you're doing it all. This is also a great side effect of these workouts, the feeling of accomplishment after I can finally do that one move that I thought I could never do or I do that one workout all the way throughout without hitting pause. Hmm, I could see that. I feel like if I can do that, well, maybe I can do a lot of other things I never thought possible. That is what I mean by life-changing. In fact, I so believe that if I can do it, anyone can, that I'm going to be studying to become a health coach. Awesome. So I can help others who are stuck just like I was. See, I told you I could go on and on. <laughs> I'll leave you alone, she says. Well, Jennifer, don't leave me alone. I appreciate that. Um, another email here from Susie. Hi, Dave. I've been listening to your podcast for a couple days now. Thank you so much. And I wanted to know if you knew any form of dancing exercise to lose weight because I love to dance. Well, the reason I, I read those emails uh, today is one of the things I've actually contacted the people from P90X. And actually, the company is called Beachbody. And they have a ton of things. They have all sorts of they do the hip-hop abs. They're all sorts of different uh, programs. They have one now where you can dance if you're a, uh, more of a, a Christian-type person. They actually have a gospel dance uh, program there. They've got P90X. They've got extreme, you know, puke-enticing workouts and things like that. Just go to LogicalLoss.com forward slash Beachbody. It's, again, LogicalLoss.com forward slash Beachbody. And, and not only if you're thinking about getting these products, you get the product. And you'll be supporting the show. So uh, thank you, everybody, who emailed me. I, I truly, you know, there are times when I just want to go, you know, hello, hello, is this thing on, hello? But uh, I, uh, I, I, it's always great when you get feedback because it's it's just, I don't know how to explain without getting too weird about it. But in a certain way, I've never met any of you. But I, I, so, I know some of you because you email on a really regular basis. And I always deeply appreciate that. I always try to answer every email. In fact, I, I pretty much do. And uh, you guys are my friends. And I really appreciate you listening. I, I deeply do. So, the uh, and, and I am going to go back to that one email that I because he wanted to know about gadgets. He's a gadget guy like me. But before that, I want to get to uh, the main topic here. I'm still reading, does this clutter make my butt look fat? And for the record, it's kind of a slow start. It's not a book that I'm going, like the one finally thin, that was a great book. This book, meh, a little too much promotion of his first book. It's almost like he couldn't think of anything else to write, so he just kind of rehashed the first book, but it's got some good stuff. So in it, the author talks about keeping a journal. And really, if you think about it, this is nothing new. Everybody always talks about, because when you write down a journal, it's a way to express your feelings. Um, it relieves stress, things like that. And then there's also food journals, but this is just a journal journal, more or less a diary. Um, but there is a twist to, the, to, to his version of the journal. He says, one of the focal points is to write down when things go wrong. Write down what you were doing before you fell off the wagon what happened after you went on your, your binge or whatever, right? You, you hit the Dairy Queen, if you're in my case. And then write down how you felt. 
And the thought is we're trying to identify the emotions involved in your eating. So if you're an emotional eater, this is something you might want to try. And when we can step back and look at the situations around us, we may identify the triggers that have a negative effect. Now, I hate to admit this, but about eh, two and a half weeks ago, I had what my stepson would call an epic fail, okay? Um, I drove an hour and a half to see my dad for the first time in his, in his nursing home. I was upset that my brother decided to move him so far away because my brother has power of attorney. Um, he could have put him much closer. And I was upset at the reality that my father is in a nursing home. He actually has um, Alzheimer's and he's recovering now from cancer surgery. And I was upset by the other patients who were in this facility. And I'm, and I'm, I'm not trying to be cruel when I say this, but it is kind of reality. These people are basically dead with their eyes open. And, and while I do not fear death, I definitely am very uncomfortable about getting old after visiting this place. So I had had that rather upsetting visit. And where was I going? Well, I was driving home where I was more than likely going to continue one of those lovely, can you put your fingers in the air for me now, discussions that you have with your spouse, if you know what I mean. We had started something previous night but basically, I had a feeling things were going to uh, be a little more stressful when I got home. So I, I just left a stressful situation. I was driving to pretty sure more stress. How did I try to escape my fate? You guessed it, Dairy Queen. So I fell hard. I saw Dairy Queen and I thought, you can make it past this. Here we go. You can do it. Do it for the, you know, the logical legions, right? And before I knew it, I was in the drive-thru picking up my peanut butter parfait. And I listened to my GPS woman. Why is that voice woman? I mean, not that I have a problem taking directions from a female, but why is there no male GPS person? Um, anyway, so I'm, I'm going on by the GPS. I drove by McDonald's, and since I really had only had dessert, I hadn't actually had lunch, I decided to keep things small, and I went with a hamburger Happy Meal. Did I say epic fail? Epic fail. That's right. Hamburger Happy Meal for lunch with a peanut butter parfait for dessert. It was basically my calories for the day. Now, driving home after this debacle, I felt horrible. I thought about how I was pretty much done eating for the day, and it was really only 2 p.m., and I was bummed that I'd failed to find a Subway or a grocery store or that I didn't have something in the car to eat, um, something to tie me over for the long, long drive home. Now, this made me mad. Actually, I was kind of mad at myself. And what I've done is I've taken that anger and used it to, to motivate me. I've done this in the past to get back on the right pack, path, and it's working. Now, I, I don't hate myself, and I've forgiven myself for my bad choices, and I've, I've moved on. But I'm kind of like, all right, I don't know how I tricked myself into that, but I'm never doing that again. So this week, I took a stand. Uh, I was hungry. In fact, I am hungry. I'm being successful waiting an hour or in some cases 90 minutes to the next meal. Um, and, and for the record, that sounds like a long time, but a lot of times if you just do something besides sit around and go, man, it's only 11.15 and lunch isn't for another 45 minutes, do something. That 45 minutes will go quick instead of going and getting a snack. So I'm, I'm cutting out my snacks basically. Um, and I'm losing weight pretty much every day this week. 
I, I was at one point down to 202. Um, I was up to 206. I was up to 208 after the Dairy Queen debacle. And I have been losing weight consistently every day. I'm, I think right now I'm at like 204, something like that. So I'm moving in the right direction. I've got that momentum that we talked about before with the, the law of Newton. And once you, uh, uh, something that's in motion tends to stay in motion. So I, I was just like, I took one day and said, this, it's going to be hard. And it was basically going, okay, I am hungry and I'm not going to eat a snack. Not to the point of being stupid and eating, you know, a thousand calories a day. But I was just like, I need to practice being hungry. And I did. So I'm doing everything I can to get some positive motion going, some positive momentum. And it's kind of working. So the next time I feel myself going in the wrong direction, I need to ask myself, how do I feel right now? What was I just doing? What am I going to be doing? And I can probably realize this actually happened at my job this week. I had uh, come out of a... uh, meeting. Things didn't go the way I wanted. I had more work to do and I was kind of bummed because I had a deadline to hit and I immediately went to the cafeteria and bought some instant oatmeal. I'm thinking, okay, this is a better bad choice. It's not chips. It's oatmeal. It'll fill me up. And as I walked up the steps to cook it, I went, but wait a minute, you forgot to ask yourself, am I hungry? And so I put it in my drawer and I'll eat it later. Um, You know, because when you ask yourself, Am I hungry? It may just be that you're stressed. It may just be that you're tired. It may, and then here's a big one for me. It may just be that you're bored and realize that you're not hungry. And when I realize that and I don't eat, I eat when I'm hungry. I am making strides. All right, last up, all the way from New Zealand, James writes me, big fan of the podcast, listen to it on my bus trip to work. Definitely gives me some focus of the day. Awesome. When you're on that bus, just keep telling yourself, today I'm going to respect my body. Today I'm going to do what's right for me. Today I'm taking care of myself. Just think about that. You know, Give yourself that little pep talk. It says, as a fitness gadget freak, I was thinking of setting up a site for New Zealanders who have no idea of the great items you promote. I mentioned the body bug recently, and somebody asked if it was poisonous. Actually, right now, the body bug, if you go to logicalloss.com forward slash body bug, it's on sale. Uh, It's like 50 bucks off plus free shipping. Um, But he says, any suggestions for more gadgets? And I actually just found this one, watched a big video on it, and I've never heard of it. It's really interesting. It's from Philips. It's called the Activa, A-C-T-I-V-A. And what it is, it's this little, it's kind of like an iPod. And you basically tell it, hey, what are you doing? Am I running? Am I cycling? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? You program how many calories do you want to burn during this workout? And then you start. And it basically, oh, well, first of all, you load it with music from your computer uh, via software that they provide. makes it very easy to sync. It's kind of, again, kind of like a little iPod. And... uh, So then you start your workout. Maybe you run on a treadmill and it kind of, it's apparently motion sensitive. So it kind of feels the pace you're going at and finds music to match your tempo. And that I found very interesting. And then what it will do is it, it's again, kind of figuring out how many steps you've taken and how hard you're working out through motion sensors. And then we'll then coach you and say, way to go, a hundred calories down. 
200 to go. In fact, you can actually hit a button at any time and it will tell you how many calories um, it is estimating that you've burned. Then there are certain songs you can put in the software that you can say, this is one of my favorites. This is one that always brings a smile to my face. So if you get somewhere and you, you're wanting to quit or whatever, you hit a button on this thing and it goes to like your favorite tunes. And my gut's pretty cool. So it's called um, Activa. The one thing I didn't do, which I will do now, just go to um, logicalloft.com forward slash Activa. That's A-C-T-I-V-A. It says it's available at Target, which would be kind of cool. Um, I know it's available at Best Buy here in the States. Apparently, it's available at Walmart. All right, so they're not going to tell me how much it is. I believe it's like 120 bucks, so it's not super cheap, but it's not, you know, $400, uh, things of that nature. Let me see one more time here. I'm on the Walmart website. And... Okay, maybe that may be part of the problem is finding a place to actually buy this thing. But it sounded really, really cool. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. I'll find some place where you can buy it online. Um, and uh, that's a gadget. It's pretty cool. Never, never. I might actually contact the company and say, can I have one to play with? But uh, that is going to do it for this edition of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. What did we learn today? Well, we said the next time we have an epic fail. Now you say, Dave, why are you saying that? Why are you promoting that we should fail? Well, because we're human. And we're going to have those months that are just great. And then you're going to have that day when you go, and probably because you're tired or whatever, you're stressed out, and you just don't care. And instead of putting yourself first, you put yourself last. You think you're putting yourself first because you're like, I'm going to treat myself to this or I'm going to do this or do that. No, 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 no. So make some notes because you may be able to then the next time you feel yourself going the wrong way, go, okay, hold on a second. Where am I going? Where have I been? How am I feeling right now? Why do I think I'm hungry when I'm not? And you might be able to diffuse that emotional eating. You can do it. I'm working on it. I'm, I'm surprised now at the times when I go, you know what? I'm not hungry. Why am I headed to the fridge? And kind of work backwards and go, wait a minute, where, where was I? What was I doing? Where am I going after this? You might find some things surprising. I know I did. So good luck with that. Would love to hear from you as always. 888-563-3228 or email me, Dave, at LogicalLoss.com. If you'd like to support the show, go out to LogicalLoss.com forward slash support. Thank you so much for listening. You can do this. Don't quit. Whatever you do, just don't quit. And we'll see you again next week with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll-free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I 
can't buy it Guess I'll have to d d die it Then, what will you like? 